Hi, I'm Sandra. This is a show of conversations about motherhood, parenting, and all the good stuff we call life. Follow me as I spread mommy joy and share my stories. This is a different kind of mommy. Hello and welcome to A Different Kind of Mommy. I'm your host, Sandra Sims, back with another great episode this week. My episode this week is called Mothering for a Cause, and I have a really good friend of mine, Melody. Hey, Melody, how are you? Hi, Sandra. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Happy Friday. Yes, yes that's a good thing. <laughs> How's your day so, coming so far? So far, so good. The weather is, you know, sucky, but it right. seems like that's been normal around here in the Bay Area. What about you? Same, same. It's been a busy morning, you know, wake up with the kid and try to get going and prepare. And thank God it's Friday. So it is ugly weather today here, but we know how to weather the storm, right? That's what we do as mom and as women. (laughs) That's what we do. What are you guys up to this weekend? Any fun plans? Um, well, you know, if we get stuck with weather like this, we'll probably be at some play places. That's usually what some of our weekends look like. Get some of that energy off for the kid. Um, but other than that, just take it easy. <laughs> good, good. What about you? you guys got anything good um, going on? Summer does her normal activities on the weekends. And <laughs> also like you, I may find something to burn her energy on the inside. I'm hoping <laughs> the weekend will clear up, but who knows how that goes. Yeah. I know that's right. We're just coming off of a birthday. My little one just turned five years old this Tuesday. So it's been a busy week full of treats and sweets and games and all that. So hopefully we can bring it down just a notch. (laughs) I know. I was going to ask you that shortly, but let's, let's dive into it. How was, how was the birthday for Chloe? It was good. So we end up just having to get together at her school. You know, she's in a pre-K and her school goes up to the eighth grade. So we had a little something for the kids and they loved it. We did goodie bags and cupcakes and a dance party and mom's tired. (laughs) Oh, perfect. Yes. That'd be fun. Well, today, thank you so much for being um, a guest on my show. I really wanted to have you as a topic because you are doing a lot of work around the equal pay movement, and I wanted to hear a little bit about your cause and some work that you're doing and why this topic is important, especially um, for women and moms. And so I thought it would be really great if we can just talk a lot, a little, a lot or a little, you know, in reference to everything that's going on in your world and how you can help us mommies and us women be better. Yes, yes. How does that sound? Yeah. That sounds great. Um, and so, yes, we're just coming off of the equal pay day, even though for me and Monica, who is my partner in crime, who's also my sister that helped me start the movement. So I am the CEO and the founder of a production company called H&T Productions, which stands for Head Not the Tail Productions. And uh, we started, uh, we filmed a documentary a couple of years back that basically approached and, and, and discussed the barriers that women of color face in the workforce place specifically corporate America. And so one thing as we got on that hype and did a couple of premieres and started really getting into more of the research and statistics, we started really seeing that pay inequality was a big issue for all women across the board and specifically for black and Latina women. And so come equal pay day is like I said, is is the big thing, but it's something that we have to fight daily. Um, and so that's kind of like what we are doing at HNTT, and we started a movement called the Equal Balance Movement, which we call EQBM. So if you want to check out more about it, go to the EqualBalanceMovement.com. We have a website, and it basically goes into details about the pay gap disparity of 
for men and women. And for many of the people that don't know, which you probably know by now, Equal Pay Day is held every April. And what it does, it symbolizes how far into the year that the woman needs to make um, to make for what men did in the previous year. So on April the 2nd, um, what, what women would make the, compared to the man at the end of December of 2018. And so, like I said, the, the pay gap disparity is anywhere from 54 cents to 80 cents to the dollar that the average male makes. And this is doing the same work. So at the Equal Balance Movement, we don't feel that it's fair. That's what we're out here fighting for because I know I've been in situation where I've been underpaid doing the same work as a male. And, you know, we, we want to get what we're, earned, what, what we're worth. We were trying to get our pay. And so that's what we're doing in the trenches every day and fighting for and um, just trying to really spread the word. And like I said, we've been doing this for a couple of years now. So um, we're still going strong with it. This is some great stuff that you're doing here. To back it up a little bit, I really love that the name of your organization is Head Not the Tail. Um, I mentioned to you, I mentioned that to you before. <laughs> I had no idea that that's what that stood for. Um, right. Talk a little bit about how your passion around this formed or, or your vision around this formed. Was there anything specific that happened to you? Were there gender inequalities? Were there pay inequalities? How did this birth for you and Monica? So it's a mixture of things because the production company birthed from a place of I've always had a passion for the arts and the entertainment industry. And I found that you know, a lot of times the opportunities are not really there for women, women of color. And so I wanted to one day start a production company so that I can create and produce content um, and just make my own opportunities. Um, but the, the mission and the goal around it is to make content that will, you know, empower, inspire and motivate women, um, people of color and just tell our stories. And so that's kind of how the, the production company came into play. But the passion around telling stories about like barriers that we face, um, similar to the documentary and the documentary is called Invisible Women Being a Black Woman in Corporate America. Monica and I both come from a corporate background. I've been working in corporate America for over 20 years. I have a back uh, MBA in finance. So specifically in those arenas, um, working within tech companies in the Silicon Valley. And we've both found that, and I, I'm the oldest, so we have a, a six-year gap. And as my sister started getting into her career, and she kind of went down the same path, she started facing the same barriers that I had faced, you know, being looked over, lack of opportunities, and, you know, we're educated, we, we, we come, we do our job, we have all the skill sets and all these things, and we were trying to figure out what our some of those issues that are holding back. And when we did the documentary, we found that many women, specifically women of color, were facing, have faced, and are facing the same issues. And we just want to bring it to light. We want to speak on it because we have to start from somewhere so that we could try to, you know, find a resolution and get us into a better place. I love that you're doing this with your sister, right? So the passion, <laughs> the passion stays alive within you guys and you both have the experience um, because you've been faced with it firsthand. Yeah. So I yeah. think it's really great that you're partnering with your sister. How cool is that? I know, right? Yeah, my sister and I, we are besties and it can get difficult of course, of course. <laughs> having a business with family because sometimes we agree and sometimes we disagree, right? But the thing is, she has her areas where she has, she's strong and, and vice versa. And we just, we just vibe off that. So it, it's just really a great thing to have that sisterhood and to really just be there for one another. And so we, we, we work well together. I will say that. 
so. Yeah, I just, I just love the idea that you know that your sister for sure has your back, whereas to you know maybe for someone sure. else, you know could could sway differently. Yes. Um, you yeah, talked a little bit about the documentary. Is this something that we can link in the show notes for folks to take advantage of? So the documentary came out in 2016. We actually held two pretty successful um, premieres in Oakland um, at the Holy Names University there um, theater, and then we took it on the road and did. Some film festivals and then we kind of pulled it back because we kind of wanted to revamp it and revise and, and add, add some things to it um, because hopefully one day we can get distribution for this. It's a really, really good, inspiring documentary, but it's really raw and it really just opens up the insights of things that are happening that a lot of people are really afraid to speak on and we just tapped into that. Um, and so, right, like I said, we did some revisions. We're actually going to release it again. Hopefully this summer of 2019, we were able to add some other great cast on there. Uh, we have the former uh, Vice Mayor Annie Campbell. We have some uh, a great civil rights attorney that's here in the Silicon Valley. And just some other regular day-to-day -day people that experience this right now on the job. And it, it's just a really great thing. So when we release it, we will probably have another premiere. We do have a trailer out there. I would suggest if you go to our Instagram, hnttproductions.com, um, and you could see trailers that we've recently posted. Um, and then you can just fo keep following us and we'll let you know when we're going to do the release and the direction we're going with that. Also, to hear more about our movement, go to the equalbalancemovement.com. And you can follow us on all of our, uh, we have IG for both EQBM for Equal Balance Movement and HNTT Productions for um, the Head Not the Tail Production Company. So, like I said, we did take a break for a while. We just came back because we had to kind of revamp, think about what our strategic plan was and what it is that we were really trying to do with both the movement and the production company. And 2019 is going to be a great year. We got some more content that's going to be on the way, and we're really excited. And we're just back, kind of refreshed and ready to really make this thing happen. Well, I'm excited for you guys. I'll be definitely on the lookout and maybe we can help, you know, we can partner for advertisement and stuff and, and keep folks very yes. aware of this information. Yes. I want to talk a little bit about the equal, the equal balance movement because it is so pivotal and crucial right. in society for our women today mm -hmm. and even right now. So how can, you know, from, from, with your advice, what do you think? How can we ensure that we have these early conversations with women in the workforce so that they can understand their worth? and comfortable to have these conversations? Well, like I say, starting the conversation amongst your peers, amongst friends um, that you feel comfortable with, but also being able to go and approach the people that have some say and can, and can help make the change, which could be start with your boss, go to HR. Um, you just have to take the risk and not be afraid to really speak up. But before you go and, and start those crucial conversations, do your research, do your homework. You need to come very well prepared. You know, you don't want to just go and talk to your boss and say, hey, I'm just being underpaid. You really need to have those numbers. You know, I've compared my job compared to the man that I'm, that, that's my, my counterpart who's doing the same job as me. Here's my skill sets. Here's his, vice versa. And even, and, and like I said, the gender pay goes even further because, you know, we find the inequality with the male, but then for black women and Latina women, we are being underpaid compared to white women. And so we need to be able to have these conversations, but like I said, have all of your, 
have all of your ducks in a row before you go opening up that can of worms so that you can have something to stand on. Everyone knows it's an issue. It's not a myth that the, about the gender pay gap, even though we, you know, sometimes we see the stories where they say, well, no, because sometimes women take off more because they're moms or they have, it's not a real um, thing, but the gender pay disparity is a real thing. And, and, and it really hits, like I say, women of color. And that's money that we're missing out of. And a lot of times it leaves women of color in situations that's close to poverty levels. And it, it's just not fair. So we have to definitely start with speaking up, educating people, and um, really just keep advocating, being um, in it, with, speaking with media people like you and just being able to have the platform to keep on voicing what's going on um, so we can find a resolution is, is the very first start. Um, and so it's information that's out there. Like I said, go to the equalbalancemovement.com. We have a lot of pages on um, how to start. Um, advocating how to get involved and things you can do so that we can work with our um, people that can help us pass legislation to bring in um, laws that can help us to resolve this issue. I think you made some very valid and key points, right? It's very important that we do our research, right? We cannot assume that maybe a male counterpart or another woman counterpart is um, making more than us, right? So I do like right. that information that you're saying is do your research first. I also like the information that you're saying to us where it's okay to talk about these conversations, right? Mm -hmm. Like speak up, have your voice. Um, I do know, especially for myself, I have been in a lot of instances where I have been told that male counterparts that I know for sure are, are doing less than I am, making more than I am, and we all have the same qualifications. Oh. So I've been in corporate America where it's almost taboo to have these conversations. Mm -hmm. and, and I've never understood why, like pay shouldn't be a secret, right? And right. Um, I do realize companies and, and, and human resources and management and leadership and executive committees, they have the advantage when you don't talk about these things, right? And, and it shouldn't be something that we're afraid to talk about. And, and I get, I think that it's very important for us to, 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 you know, to state that I get that everyone's situation may not be the same. You may not be comfortable and may not have that maybe that, repertoire to to be able to to have these conversations with your counterparts mm -hmm. but it should start somewhere right talk to your peers talk yeah. to someone you know talk to someone you trust talk to someone you're comfortable with right. because this is the only way as you mentioned for these legislation legislatives to be passed for us to be paid equal that's right i do also think that you you have a gem right there um when you mention that you we could potentially be depriving ourselves from money in our pockets, which are increasing poverty and increasing um, lower page gaps, right? This is money that we're taking away from our families and the food from our table. And, and you have to think of it from these extremities mm -hmm. so that you can understand that this money is rightfully yours, right? You right. are actually working and fighting for something that is rightfully yours. Right. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, it's not like we are just, you know, saying this information just because it's like, it really is hitting home. It really affects families, um, all, from across all, all, um, all races. And like I said, for women of color, it, it, it's the pay gap is even larger. So you think about that when you start to think of families that are affected by poverty and things of that such, a lot of times it's, of color. It's, it, it, it's, 
races of color. And so it, it's, it, it's a big thing. It hits home because it, representation is key. And I know even this week on Equal Pay Day, we've seen that uh, Gavin Newsom's wife, Jennifer Newsom, yes. um, she, yes. one of her first, um, one of her first initiatives is trying to uh, pass the equal pay um, in California. And, you know, when, when you, when, when I see that, my sister seen that, she's like, did you see what's going on? I was like, yeah, like I said, we've been doing this and we started um, our initiative a couple years back. And it's like, it's great to have that, the influence and the power. But a lot of times people want to see to the day-to-day worker, you know, like us, and we have to become allies and we have to work together. Um, and so I think it's going to take all of us, you know, we can't just do it alone. Um, and, and, and we need to have those conversations. We need to get everyday people that's do, that's experiencing it now so that it can be relatable. You understand? Um, and so I think it's a great thing what she's doing and hopefully, you know, that we can work together and really make this happen. You're absolutely right. I feel like it does for, especially for myself and we are friends, but you're absolutely right because I feel like it does resonate more to me when a day-to-day person is vocalizing it, is standing right. with me, is, um, is collaborating and partnering with me against these issues that directly affect us all. Right. I mean, yes, we have seen um, celebrities recently stand up for their mm-hmm. counterparts and mm-hmm. mention this, but you are right. There are people like you and your sister in the, in the trenches right. fighting this movement and fighting to have this voice for years on in. Right. And it's, and it's very important that we recognize the work that's being done and we stand with each other. Exactly. Yeah, I also yeah. like, I also like that you really say that, um, this is something that, even though we're fighting this spectrum of this inequality, even as women of color, we still fall. It's still a gap for the women of color, right? So yes, we're fighting our male counterparts to be Mm -hmm. paid equally, but we're also fighting to have equality amongst women in general. And as mentioned, black and Latino women do still fall at the bottom end of that spectrum. So Mm -hmm. we have a long way to go, even though we have made some strides. So I do like that you have those statistics because I mean, women of color and Latina women, we, we need to fight harder. Yes. Yes. And and that's very key. And a lot of times that's where, um, you know, we don't really speak on that when it comes down to the issue of race. You know, we say, you know, the gender pay gap and it's like all women, but it's like, okay, people like you and I, it's, we have the issue of the gender and the race issue. And so we're fighting battles that a white woman or Asian woman may not be able to relate to. And so that's why it has to be all women. <laughs> we have to be fighting for all because once we achieve the equal pay, um, when you just say all women, that could be specifically for white and Asian women. It's like, well, where do the black and the Latina women and the Native American women, where do we fit on in that? Yeah, we're fighting a double fight. So exactly. Once we yeah. once we once we make a headway in, and start tackling the equal pay, then you know, then we start with the race portion. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So we definitely have to stand in unity. Um, so you know, it, it's definitely an uphill battle. You know, <laughs> some days it feels like, oh, are, are, is this going to happen? Will we? But we can. We we we're we're, we're going to get there. And like I said, just the platforms that 
that people like you are allowing for us to keep voicing it. And after a while, you know, knowledge is power. When people get educated and they understand what's really going on and how it's really affecting them, but you can make change, then people are more um, readily to get on board. And that's what we are trying to do on a day-to-day basis. it's, It's so great. I think that a lot of times when we think about hiring managers and HRs and even companies in general, a lot of men hold that platform, hold those Mm -hmm. seats where they're doing these hirings. And so I do realize that sometimes we have to get through to the men and the boys first, but we can't do that until we're comfortable within ourselves to have these conversations. Right. And I think, I think it is, it's, it's something worth to be said that we do. We're not saying to go out there and um, decline all jobs. We're not going out there (laughs) or quit all jobs. (laughs) Yeah. Quit your job that you're being paid unfairly that you'll need that job, but, but do your research, right? Because you, you aren't, you're doing yourself a disjustice. That's right. Um, what do you say? I, I mean, I think it's, I think what you do is so heroic, you and your sister. It's really great. Um, I, I love this movement. And I know every time I see something around this, I send you information because I want you to, to understand that I'm supporting your passion and I'm supporting your work. And I think it's just so important. Okay. Pretend we are all your daughters and your sisters and your friends. What do you think you can equip us with some tools to help us move forward? Um, with the fairness and the courage to demand what we deserve. And I guess by that, I mean, I I do realize that you and I may be vocal people, but maybe some folks aren't vocal. Yes. Do, do you think that um, you can, you have any tools or any advice on what they can maybe start doing to help broaden this um, topic? Yeah, you know, it's funny that you say that because I kind of just had a conversation (laughs) about what I would advise to women and girls, what I just told my now five-year-old, she was having an issue at school dealing with kind of social conflict, and even though she's very boisterous at home, I think when she she got into her setting among her peers, she didn't do anything about the situation, and Mm -hmm. so I'm like, Chloe you know, the thing is you have to stand up for yourself and you bet you have to lift your voice and you have to speak on things that are not fair. If someone's treating you unfairly, if they are not respecting you, then you need to speak on that and you have to stand up for yourself. And that's those same tips that I'm telling my five-year-old, I would tell to the 25-year-old, to the 50-year-old, to the 35. It's the same thing. We have to start. We have to speak up. We have to lift our voice. If you sit back and you don't say anything at all, People will, even if someone that's doing it to you know it's not right, they'll continue because you're accepting it. And so at this point, we have to say, we don't accept this no more. We know these are not new statistics. It's been going on, but we want to change it. And we all have to come together and we have to voice it. And we have to keep, we have to keep educating for the girls behind us and for the women that know it, but don't know where to start. And so that's why we have a lot of, education and, and and on our website we try to do workshops we we try to go out into to the field i mean we're out here like you said in the pavement anytime that we can get involved in something um to educate people so that we can bring a change that's pretty much what we're doing so the the it sounds very simple but can be so hard to say speak up and don't be afraid don't be afraid and, and there's power in numbers and, and if we can all just do this together and support one another 
white women, black women, Latino women, Asian women, if we can come together and really stand one for all, we can make a change. This can happen. And I've seen the numbers where they're like the equal pay gap probably won't be closed into, I think, one thing, 2050 something. And I seen one that recently said 2119. Wow. And I'm thinking about my daughter and for the Chloe and for your daughter for the summers. I don't want them to have to wait that long. And I don't want to be dead and gone before I can see this close. Um, and so we're, I'm, we're fighting now. And so we got to come together because even for the males, like you said, how do we get men involved? It's important. This is not just a woman thing. It's not just a woman. It, yeah, it affects women, but the men need to be involved as well to bring this change because yes, they have power, but they also have the voice to educate and, and, and to make change as well because every male has a mother. You might have a daughter, a granddaughter, a sister. So it affects even the family of a male. So mm -hmm. it, it's a society issue and we all got to stand together. I think it's so interesting enough, right? Society has taught us, especially as women, mm -hmm. that speaking up, voicing our voice, lifting our voice is a bad thing. Right. And that is so not true. That is the antithesis of what that actually really is. Mm -hmm. And so you're absolutely right. You need to speak up. It goes to that Zora Neale Hurston um, quote where if you don't speak, and, and I don't know if I have it verbatim, but the right. quote is something like, speak up because when they kill you, if you don't, they will say you enjoyed it, right? Yes. So yes. you have to stand up and you have to voice it. I do also love the point that you make where you say, we're fighting now for our children, for our yes. grandchildren, right? Like we don't want the Chloe's and the Zoe, we don't want the Chloe's and the Summers to, you know, grow up in the same era where they're then are also fighting for equal pay. Right, right. And, and, and it's just so simple. Like, we should be paid fairly. If we're doing the same work, give us our money rightfully owed. Basic, <laughs> we got <basic>. things to do. <laughs> we got child care to pay for. We got food to put on the table. You know, we, we might want to go on an extra vacation. You know, just yeah. give us what's owed to us. And the question is so simple. You know, I even asked Chloe when I started this movement because she knows about the movement. I'm like, Chloe, do you think that I, for her, girls should be paid equal if you're doing the same work as a boy? And she's like, yes, mom. And I'm like, okay, you're on the right path. <laughs> it's so interesting. I was just going to ask you that because I have seen Chloe, you know, on the documentaries <laughs> with you. I've seen Chloe, you know, on the pavement with you. And, and I've asked myself, I wonder how she explains this mission to yeah. Chloe. And I wonder if Chloe ever asked, hey, mom, what do you do? And so it's, it, I feel like you may have a little, you may have a little activist on your hand here. <laughs> a beautiful thing. She is. And, you know, when we we, we started, uh, we started our um, campaign in New York and she went and that was her first time going to New York. So she was excited. First, I don't think she realized what it was that we were doing, but she's seen my sister, who is the co-founder, which her, it's her auntie, you know, having a speech and, and, and really uh, talking on this and, you know, just doing all of our research. And she started to get on, you know, she knows the equal balance movement. And so even she asked me the other day, when are we going to do another documentary, mom? Because she knows H&T Productions. And so she is very involved and she always tells me that she wants to speak and this. So I let her practice presenting her homework and things of that sort, because I'm trying to teach her now to lift her voice. You know, we, we, she, at this age, they're, they're sponges, they pick up everything. And so I am trying to teach her to Lift your voice and speak up for yourself. Speak up for what you stand for. I love it. It's so beautiful. I think this is just such a great thing that you're doing. <laughs> and I know that she's looking up to you and thinking, mommy is a movie star. <laughs> she's just 
she's just wonderful because you know kids they see that light and, yeah. and they you know they emulate it so i think that this is the best opportunity you know for it, for her to see that spark in you to to start that spark in herself so i think this is great yes yes it's, it's tough it's tough some days trying to balance it all but it's worth it it's worth it yeah <laughs> so I, I know you talked a little bit about this earlier but i want to ask you again what's next for the um the head not the tail production anything on the horizon that you want to tell us about um well like i said like last year we kind of took a little hiatus and we're just ramping things back up but yes we definitely have some content um that's going to be coming in a way we've been looking that feature film for a script that we started pre the documentary and so we're going to pick that back up and just get back on board doing we're looking at possibly a tour to do some more speaking engagement and just keep spreading the message you know so like I say any opportunity that we can create some content and really just share our stories that can just uplift inspire someone I'm, I'm all for it and so we're trying to get it together as you know like I say we're just two women own trying to run this and so we 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 put our own financing into this so you know sometimes we have to scale back and then we get back on board but we, we have some great things in store and and we're some people are really getting on board with what we're trying to do in our mission and so i'm i'm, I'm feeling real positive about HGG productions well, I'm so excited, you know, um, I'm so excited for the next steps for you, Monica. You know, you have a fan in me and a follower in me. I'm here for yes. you. Yes. I can't wait to see what you guys have next. I think it, I think it's great. Can you, I will make sure to include in the show notes, um, the Instagram, um, the Instagram pages, yes. the, you know, the website, all of that stuff, because I do want people to stay abreast to what you're doing. I want Please. you to gain the following ship. I want you to be able to teach them so that they can teach themselves and we yes. can all do this together. So I think that's really great work. Yes, yes, definitely check them out. HNTT Productions, the Equal Balance Movement, and just keep following us because we are going to be creating some more Black girl magic in 2019 so yes following us <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much and and blessings to you and what you're doing i love what you're doing with the mommies and just giving us a platform too to kind of just share what our day-to-day -day looks like and also you know what, what what our passions are and so what you're doing is just great and so thank you we have to support each other right we are we are each other's best friends and i feel like our stories matter yes. and we have to we have to get it out there we have to support each other so that's yes. my mission um to have you as a and my mission has always been to have you as a guest and then yeah. you know, tell <laughs> we got us, it together yeah, finally so before we wrap up, I always like to ask my guests two additional questions that are not related to the topic. So we get a feel of who you are a little bit more. So first okay. question, tell us how you practice self-care. Ooh, how I practice self-care. Oh, that's good. That was a, a big <laughs> uphill battle, but I've gotten really good because I had to. Like I said, I just felt like I, I was so overwhelmed being a mom and trying to do this and that. The best things I would say, I start my day off with meditation and prayer. Mm, yes. Because um, it really just balances me because trust me, I'm that person that I overthink and overanalyze things. And I mean, it's hard for me to shut my brain off. So I had to do that and just really, you know, get in tune, just balance. And so I, I do meditation and I started about oh, a year and a half ago, I started going to the gym more. Like I would go here and there, but now I have to get to the gym at least four days a week. And that just, that's another peaceful place for me. I just kind of wow. put on my music, you know, no kid, no, and just 
zone out. And so that it really just gets me pumped and get me back motivated to kind of keep doing what I'm doing. Because trust me, some days, you know, I know a lot of times we think women, you know, you're so strong in this, but we do have our moments where we get a little bit weak. That's why we have to stay encouraging each other and really finding that balance and giving ourselves some me time, you know, even as a mom. Um, and so though I would just say meditation, working out, eating well, treating my body well, um, it says has definitely been some rituals that have brought me to a place of peace and allow me to keep on with this mission. And so, so like cute. they say, you know, if mommy's not doing well, nobody's doing well. Amen. And so we got to take care of ourselves. We definitely, and just keep uplifting one another. Self-care is so important. And it is so interesting to me that mommies and women just mm-hmm. throw that to the back burner for everything, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing else will fall to the back burner, but self-care. And so I really love that you are doing something to take care of yourself. I love the whole me time. I'm, I'm, I'm with you with trying to have some me time. So I think that's great. Second question. Yes. <laughs> if you had to describe yourself in three words, with only three words, what would you, what would you, what would it be? What would you say? Oh, three words. Just three. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would probably say three words. What am I? I would say I am, I'm definitely ambitious. <laughs> I am a very, very compassionate person. And, uh, I think I'm naturally motherly at heart. <laughs> Even though, you know, I waited later in Asia to, to have a kid, I, I'm just, I'm probably that friend or that family member that's always kind of, you know, have that motherly <laughs> energy and that's just naturally who I am. So you, do, you definitely do have it. <laughs> <laughs> I just had that conversation. So that was at the top of my three. So yeah, that, that's who I am in just a little bit. And I'm funny. I, you know, even though I do a lot of things and people might, I might have a serious look, but if you really, really know me, like I'm sure you guys, I'm silly. I love to laugh and I love to have a good time in spite of all the other serious topics we deal with in the world. <laughs> well, Melody, it was so great to have you as a guest. I'm so happy you could join me. I'm so happy for your cause and I cannot wait for you to continue your great work. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast and have a great day. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Blessings, Queen. Bye.